Welcome to the Tea with Tina, your favorite podcast where we talk all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and maybe a little bit of tea gets spilled. We chat all about this in a super casual environment. So grab your beverage of choice, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Today's episode, I believe, is going to be a popular one. It is how to get rid of belly bloat, okay? Um, I was actually looking back at my most popular episodes, and one of the episodes was how to get a flat stomach, and I mean, I could see why that would be popular. And here's the thing. What I'm going to tell you today is probably going to be different than what you're going to hear anywhere else, but I'm going to tell you it works because... It worked with me, and I'm somebody who genetically, if you look at my family, um, we tend to store fat in our midsections. We have really skinny legs. (laughs) Um, My quads build up a little bit, but I still tend to have leaner legs, um, and our like midsection stores fat. So I've always been that person with like fat storage in my torso, even if I was really skinny everywhere else. I have the little pouch a little bit, so that is my self-conscious spot. It it obviously gets better, and it's been way better since exercising and nutrition for years now as a fitness coach. But, you know, we still all have our problem areas. We're human. Um, So I do have that. And I will tell you, though, before, the bloating was a lot worse. I really don't have issues with bloating anymore. Even just my last cycle for my period, I was actually taken aback because... I'm I'm on birth control, so I have the pills, and I know it's not a real period, you don't have to come at me, but for the pill period, which mimics a real period, um, I get pretty much the same symptoms. The days leading up, I, I almost forgot, because it was my placebo pack, which um, that's where you stop taking the pill and you will get your pill bleed. And I was like, wow, I didn't have any symptoms this time, this is great, I'm not bloated. Um, all that fun stuff. And I didn't, I did not, it it was like normal. It was so weird. Um, and I really think some of these things that I do, um, all these things that I do really has what has been, what has helped me. Okay. So probably if you've ever looked up anything about bloating and how to get rid of it, you've probably heard things like green tea, um, or doing a detox. And I can say that I've done those things too. They are quick fixes, temporary fixes, um, and they really don't get to the root of the problem. A lot of them are laxatives. (laughs) One of the reasons you can be bloated, um, which indirectly we'll get into here, is that you might be constipated. But yes, taking a laxative could be a quick fix, but we're not getting to the reason as to why you're constipated, right? So we're gonna dive into that a little bit to help fix those problems. And generally to get rid of belly bloat, I think it starts in the gut, right? We've heard a lot about gut health and I think it's going to become more and more important as more and more research comes out. I've even seen in the past five years, its importance has grown. They said it affects our mental health. Um, So gut health is very important. Um, But I think if our gut health is out of whack, that could be what causes the bloating, right? And there is some other weird things. Um, Make sure that you rule out like having IBS, like irritable bowel syndrome or something to do with the stomach or the intestines um where 
you know, you might need medication or certain treatment for, but that doesn't go to say that these things that are very basic, but super powerful aren't going to help those conditions. Cause I have clients with like IBS, um, and stomach issues. And when they implement these things, they actually get good results. And it, it's, these are still foundational things that anybody can do that I think is going to improve your quality of life. It's kind of like with my thyroid, how this past year, I just recently got diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and that is an autoimmune disorder where one day my body just decided to attack my thyroid. So I have all these antibodies. It causes a ton of inflammation. Um, My thyroid was not working the way it should. So I had an underactive thyroid, felt very tired, crazy anxiety. It It was a joy, let me tell you. And once I got medicated, I felt a lot better. But they do tell you like... If you, you know, limit toxins, limit processed foods, drink water, like follow the basics, that gives you a slate for your body to absorb the thyroid medication even better and to have things be optimal. So kind of think about that. Like, what's a good example, like a visual? I almost want to be drawn to like a dirty surface, right? Like, okay, yeah, let's use painting and a dirty surface, right? So... You with bad habits, picture trying to paint over a dirty surface, right? There's maybe mud, there's, you didn't patch the wall up, you just painted over it. Like we we know those landlords that paint over everything, right? And it looks nasty, like it works, it gets the job done, but it's not quality, right? That's your body. When you're just like, that's like the people who take Ozempic and they're not doing anything to better their lives. They're like, oh, well, I'm going to take Ozempic, but I'm just going to eat bowls of cereal and ice cream and... Like, yes, you're going to lose the weight because you're going to be eating less, but like how many nutrients are you really getting? <laughs> okay. Um, but when we clean all the dirt off the walls, we scrub the areas so they're fresh, we patch the walls, we smooth everything out, and then we paint, look at how much nicer it looks and it works better. And it's just, it, it the paint absorbs so much better. You don't have to put on two or three coats. You're working less and it just sets it up for a long time Um, and it's good to go, like one and done. You took that extra prep time, right? That's what it's like when you have good habits. When you have good habits and then you put the, you know, supplements on top of it so they work better. Um, And maybe you do need medication, but always keeping that foundation and keeping your surface clean is going to set you up for success in whatever you choose to do, right? Because you're keeping that clean slate, quite literally. (laughs) Okay, so... Getting into that, another thing that I had, which I'm not sure if this was related to thyroid or it was temporary for me, but I did have PCOS, I think. I had cysts on my ovaries. Um, I was on and off a lot of birth controls. I was going through a lot of trauma and stress. So I don't know if one caused the other, Um, but it feels like as of right now, now that I'm on this birth control, um, the specific birth control that works for me, specifically for PCOS. Um, this brand helps with PCOS. I, you know, I, I've been very, you know, working together with my um, OBGYN with this. And I'm medicated for my thyroid, and I've been really good about, you know, removing stress from my life and trying to deal with stress in a healthy way and just keep up with healthy habits. It's like night and day. I don't even think I have PCOS anymore. (laughs) If I do, like, I don't know, it's very under control. So I will say that. Um, And this has been years in the making, but um, it's been well worth it. So let's dive into the things that have helped me, okay? And have helped my clients. So one, 
stay hydrated. I know that sounds crazy, but listen, I feel like everybody I talk to, I'm like, how much water do you drink? And you know, they tell me 40 ounces and girl, 40 ounces is not enough. Listen, I got this Stanley two years ago. For those of you listening, this I was ahead of the Stanley trend. I've had this, <laughs> but this is 40 ounces. You should be getting bare minimum two of these. If you're pretty active and you're not super short or small, probably three, okay? I've noticed I feel my best when I'm getting about 100 ounces of water a day. Now, I'm 5'5", five, 5'4", five, five, apparently, because I shrunk at the doctors, I guess. 5'4", and um, like I said, I, I, I'm pretty active. You know, I'm training four or five days a week. Um, sometimes I sweat, sometimes I don't. I definitely sweat if I take pre-workout. But drinking that 100 ounces is great. And what does it do? Staying hydrated helps flush everything out. So if you do consume a lot of salt or sugars or whatever, it's going to flush that out. It helps clean out any toxins in your body. Your body naturally processes toxins. Um, so for detoxes and stuff, just drink water because that's going to help your liver. It's going to help make things a little bit smoother. And like I said, it's going to flush things out and it gets that bloating out. And you know, drinking water, if you're not drinking enough water, that can lead to constipation because there's no water to get things lubricated and get things moving. So if we drink enough water, we're going to have regular, regular bowel movements and then we're not going to be as bloated. Look at that. Look at how it comes full circle right? Um, you can add lemon and stuff to it if you want. I mean, it doesn't hurt. And if you have like flavored waters or you add some flavoring, that still counts as water. Um, I've even read a couple things, even though coffee and caffeine is a diuretic, they still continue, consider it hydrating. So you can really count that too, if you're really pulling and struggling for some water intake. (laughs) All right. So that's the first thing. Then we have a probiotic. Now, I swear by probiotics. I don't think they make crazy changes, but it's one of those things that when you stop taking it, you realize that, wow, this did something. So what's probiotics? Probiotics are little capsules that have billions, and the higher the number, the better, billions of active bacteria in them. Usually you're supposed to keep them refrigerated to um, keep as many of them alive as possible but billions of healthy bacteria and they go into your gut and that's what helps eat up things, break down your food, um, get any like viruses or toxins or things in in your gut and help kind of just balance things out, eat the bad bacteria, all that stuff. That's what they're there for. So you're basically sending in reinforcements um, with probiotics. And what does this do? Probiotics, if you get a quality one, I use Renew Life. Um, It's very affordable. It's like $20 for 30 supplements. Um, for 30 servings, I should say. And for the price, I think it works really well. I use the, I think it's like ultra care. I don't get the woman specific or men specific or whatever. It's just ultra care. It has the highest bacterial count. I think it's like 50 billion. So, um, I, when I take that, when I was having stomach issues, which was, I'm more related, I think to my thyroid, I would go to the bathroom sorry, TMI, but I would go to the bathroom all the time. Like my stomach was upset. No food would agree with me. It was terrible. Um, when I took my probiotic, it kept things at bay. I did not have stomach issues. If I was having stomach issues that day, I would double up on my probiotic and it was fine. Um, if you take antibiotics, it's great because antibiotics we know kills all the bacteria, which is fine because you know, it's killing the bad stuff too, but we need to replenish the good bacteria. So probiotics can help with that. 
Um, probiotics do help you with the regular bowel movements. They can cut down on bloating because you're kind of getting the, the bad bacteria and, and certain things in your stomach can produce gas bubbles and release gas and which is causing that bloating or inflammation and it just helps regulate all of that. Um, and then I did say maybe a prebiotic. Um, I don't have too much experience with prebiotics. Um, I know sometimes they can be in your yogurts and things like that. That's another place you can get probiotics. Um, but I have never really tried a prebiotic. So if it's worth it, I don't know. I haven't done a ton of research on it. I'm sure it is helpful nonetheless. Then we have fiber. Another thing that you probably don't think about. On average, we should be getting about 20 to 25 grams of fiber a day, up to 30 grams, okay? Um, you can get these through whole grains, um, even like 647 bread. Their bread is great. It's low calorie, but they have a lot of fiber in there. Um, I do love them for that. Veggies, fruits, um, you know, you gotta make sure you eat those things because that's how you get your fiber, right? The more processed foods we eat, the less of that stuff is usually in there, and I want you to think of fiber. Fiber is like nature's broom. It goes through your body and you don't digest it. It basically pulls all the gunk through your intestines. I know it sounds gross, but it pulls all the gunk through your intestines and scrubs everything out, right? As it goes through. So that's why fiber is really important. Keeps things clean. Um, and it keeps your bowels healthy, keeps you less bloated, and you're gonna make, again, those regular bowel movements. Do we see a trend here, <laughs> right? These are all simple things that are gonna help. And, you know, if you do all these things and something's still not right, then yes, that's when you dig further. But I'm telling you, if you're not doing all these things regularly, it's probably best to start here first than spending a ton of money on some detox tea or whatever. You know, start simple. Start with your foundations first. And if that's not working, then you need to dig a little bit deeper. Okay, so then we have fiber. So we have staying hydrated, a probiotic, fiber, stress. Okay, this is a big one manage stress. And this is an underlying issue for a lot of us. If you live a stress-filled life and are all over the place and you try to pile these healthy habits on top, it's just going to add fuel to the fire because working out is a stressor. Adding new things into your life is a stressor. And if you're already up here, trying to add stuff onto it is going to make it worse. So sometimes you might even need to pull back a little bit to give your body a break, to ease things. Um, I will say the people that I know that are bloated tend to be very stressed out, have high stress, high trauma. Um, I can tell you at the height of my bloating, I had a lot of stress and trauma. I mean, um, I was kind of processing my relationship with my parents. I went from not having a good relationship and then moving out and kind of making amends with them. But that was a very long couple year process of like working through things and, um, you know, creating that connection. So that was super stressful and kind of dealing with like, when I got older, I realized a lot of stuff from my childhood that I lived through was not normal that I had experienced. And then I was like thrown into the real world. So my eyes were opened. So that was a lot to process. My husband was deployed. I was dealing with PCOS. I was on birth control. Um, everything was out of whack. I started a new job. I was becoming a personal trainer. So I had a lot going on. <laughs> A lot. And I want you to stop and think about your life. You probably have a lot going on too. And um, not saying anything's wrong. I mean, sometimes we do have to hunker down and, you know, put in the hard work. But I will tell you, if you create this foundation, we scrub the wall, we scrub the surface before we paint, it's going to make it that much easier. Like I can tell you for the longest time, this past year, I this was probably the second 
most stressful time of my life um, in 2023, having the hip injury, going to so many doctors, trying to figure out what was wrong with me, dealing with my thyroid. I like just felt so out of control of my body. I was leaving a job. I was starting a new job. It was crazy um, with the pandemic and everything. Just it was crazy. And I was really scared for a long time to try to push my body. Um, put any stress on my body because I was afraid that I, my body was going to shut down again. Cause that's what it felt like. It felt like any time that I would try something, my body would fight me. And maybe you feel that way. Anytime you try something new, your body fights you. That is a sign that you need to chill the F out. You need to calm down. You need to regulate your nervous system, regulate your somatic system, chill out, be in a safe space. I don't care if you feel like you need to be working hard. I'm telling you, pulling back like an arrow to shoot forward is what you need. And for me, I pretty much needed a year. (laughs) And once I gradually, like in a safe space, I started when I felt comfortable adding more weight to things, doing a little bit more, I was like waiting. I was waiting for me to like die. <laughs> I was like, when when am I going to like crash and burn? And I was like looking around waiting and I was like, okay, nothing's happening. Let me add a little bit more. Okay, nothing's happening. Let me add a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, so what happened was, was I'm creating a strong foundation for my body so it can handle more stress not saying that i need to like burn myself out and run myself into the ground but i go through a little bit of stress and then i heal and i you do restorative things for myself i do things like yoga and i started taking creatine to recover my muscles and i have fun at the end of the night i check out at the end of the night um yes there's times where i push a little bit harder and i do believe you need those phases but you also got to make sure you have that strong foundation to support it um another good analogy that I use for this is with athletes. So if you look at an Olympic athlete, they train at the peak of their season anywhere between two to four hours a day at an Olympic level. Okay. These are the best of the best, but think about it. What do they have behind them? They're training two to four hours a day, but they have athletic trainers. They have physical therapists. They do ice baths, massages. They probably have nutritionists, you know, cooking them the best nutritious meals. They probably have like the best recovery techniques. Um, you know, they're getting the massages, deep tissue massages. They're getting stretched by their athletic trainers. Um, they have all of this recovery support. And I have so many people that come to me that are trying to train like an athlete. And I'm like, that's cool. But are you recovering like an athlete? Are you fueling like an athlete? No, you're like eating McDonald's or chicken nuggets and you're getting three hours of sleep. Like, can you imagine if an Olympic athlete did that? They would crash and burn. So why would it be okay for you, right? So think about that. Whatever your level of execution is, you need the recovery at the same level to support that. Okay, not enough people think about that. Um, And with that, we lead into sleep. Okay, so lack of sleep puts a lot of extra stress on your body. Literally, if you do not get enough sleep, like when you sleep at night, your brain cleans itself. Um, I like to think of, remember the old computer days? I think computers still do this. You know when you can defrag your drive and it shows like this bar and there's like all these different colors, like blue, pink, green, yellow, and they're all kind of scattered. But when you defrag your computer, it sorts them all, like all the blues over here, all the pinks over here. And then your computer runs better. 
that's what your brain does. <laughs> your brain defrags at night. So it, that's why we have dreams, right? It's sorting all the thoughts that you had throughout the day, it kind of organizes them in nice, neat little boxes. It's washing your brain of all the toxins. It's cleaning everything. Your body's getting rest. Your muscles are repairing. All these wonderful things are happening while we're sleeping. And if we don't get enough, we don't get a chance to complete it. We might only do 30% of what was supposed to happen. So now we're building up all this gunk and this toxin, um, these toxins and we're like, oh, I feel like crap. So that's why sleep is important and quality sleep. You may be laying down in bed for eight hours a night, but if you're tossing and turning, it's not going to work. And these all work together, right? I know if I don't get enough water, I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night, like sweating because <laughs> I'm dehydrated, right? That 3am like, oh, I need to drink water. You're probably not drinking enough water if that happens to you. Okay. The probiotic, if you're, you're waking up with bowel movements, right? We got to make sure our bowels are regulated. Eating enough fiber will probably feel better and feel more energized on top of being regular. If we have our mind racing and we cannot fall asleep, it's probably because of stress, right? So they're all linked together. And maybe if we're not getting enough sleep, we're going to suck at getting our water in, trying to think about fiber because like decision fatigue is real because we're just so tired. So they're all interconnected. So we have to do everything little by little and they're all kind of intertwined. And if you don't do one, it can really affect all the others. And this is why it builds a strong foundation. I would say out of all of them, sleep, stress, and water are going to be your big ones. Like water is going to be the easiest to act on. Sleep and stress are going to be the biggest dial movers though. At the end of the day, if, if you keep your sleep and stress, sleep in check and manage your stress, that's going to make a world of difference in your life. Okay. And in turn, keep that bloating down, watch it happen. I'm telling you, it's like magic. Okay. So I hope that you found this helpful. Which one do you feel like you struggle with the most? And which one do you want to tackle? Let me know in the comments below for those of you watching on YouTube. And do not forget to subscribe to uh, listen to more Tea with Tina episodes and more fun videos that I post on here. And give this video a thumbs up if you found it helpful. All right. Until next time, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day and bye for now.